0: So can you imagine making $34,000 in three months with permanent jewelry? Well, that's exactly what Christine has done. And so this, this interview to me is very special, Christine, because you are also our first uh, interview here from New Zealand. And so um, can you tell us a little bit about you know what part of New Zealand you're from, and a little bit about your business?
1: So I'm in the South Island of New Zealand in a city called Christchurch. And, um, I am a lash artist. (laughs) Um, I have a lash business and a beauty business. Um, my sister in law is the beauty therapist and I do lash extensions here.
0: Awesome. So now that you're making, you know, a good amount of money with permanent jewelry, do you still do as many lashes or where do you see your business in like six months to a year with that?
1: When I started doing permanent jewellery, um, I was a little bit unsure on how how that was going to go. So um, my focus was still on lashes and I'm now 12 weeks in, so three months. And um, I have switched my, my mindset and my focus mm-hmm. into permanent jewellery as I see that that is definitely where the money is to be made.
0: Yeah, because I was talking to another lash artist uh, last week and she was talking about how... You know, in 2 hours she would make, you know, maybe 150 bucks with lashes, but she can make the same money in like 10 minutes with permanent jewelry.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I I can't believe I've I've probably tripled my income per week. Um yeah, so that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so how many bracelets or pieces of permanent jewelry have you done in the past 3 months?
1: I've done over 500 bracelets, anklets, so so pieces um, in, in that three months.
0: Wow. So I do get a lot of other lash artists or salon owners that ask me, you know, Jake, is it better to take appointments? How, how can I add this to my business? And so, um, what is, what have you found worked best for you?
1: In the first few weeks, I was actually controlling the appointments. Um, I did a, um, a TikTok video that went viral. So I had a lot of people just messaging me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And at that point, my lash clients, were important and they still are really important and I didn't want them to miss out on appointments um with me so I was controlling those appointments by just scheduling them into my um software itself when things had settled down um I use a software here in New Zealand called timely and so people can now book online um and yeah I find that that just works really well for me
0: Awesome. So, do you find you get more just direct bookings for permanent jewelry, or do you get, you know, maybe previous lash clients or people who are getting their lashes and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" Or, you know, how how does that work for you?
1: I'm getting uh, new people booking the permanent jewelry and then seeing that I do lashes and then wanting to book appointments with me for lashes. Um, but there's definitely it's it's a different target market um, that I'm reaching and. The, the people that are booking um are coming back. Um I've had a few people come back three or four times for bracelets. They've brought different people.
0: <laughs> um
1: so yeah, it is a completely different target market.
0: Awesome. So um you said you had a TikTok video go viral. What what was the content of that video?
1: Um so there is a influencer in Australia called Anna Paul. Um and she's an OnlyFans um Person and um, she went along and got a permanent bracelet. Um, and I did a, a stitch, um, which is where you take a piece of someone else's video and then you add a little bit onto it. And because my target market are 18 to 24 year olds, they follow Anna Paul. They saw the video um, because it came up on their page because of her. Um, Everybody that I messaged or messaged me, they had been looking for permanent jewelry in New Zealand and hadn't found anywhere. Mm-hmm. So they were really excited to, to see that I'd launched it here in Christchurch.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So that, that's smart. You know, you're kind of playing off of somebody else that's already famous and finding their followers. And so I, I really like that idea. So how many, when you say viral, how many likes or views or, you know, what were the metrics behind that video?
1: It's had 307,000 views um, and I can't remember how many likes, but yeah, it's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, when you first started Permanent Jewelry, you know, how were you marketing your business? Was it to previous clients, your existing audience? You know, how did you do that?
1: I started up um, a completely new TikTok page and a completely new Instagram and Facebook page because I wanted to have its I wanted it to have its own brand. Um, mm-hmm. So I just started it up and I shared it on my um Lash Business page, got a few followers through that, but um definitely the viral TikTok um yeah increased my audience.
0: You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I know I can, I can already hear the questions coming in, like what's the TikTok profile. And so if you could let us know what that is, like everybody can go look up the video.
1: (laughs) It's infinity jewelry NZ. Okay,
0: perfect. And I'll put that in the description below as well. So we were kind of talking before we started recording about marketing. You, you mentioned some things about that's included with linked marketing. Can you kind of explain on that?
1: Um, one of the reasons why I went with Linked um, was because there were so many um, YouTube videos that I could go back and watch, um, just giving me information about the training. And then the other thing I really liked with within the training, the all the images that were supplied, um, the marketing, the wording, that just took a lot of um, the you know how do I market it out of the equation um and because i hadn't started the business i had to, i didn't have images of people with bracelets on so all those images were really good just to put on my social media platforms so people could see what permanent jewelry is
0: yeah and then when me and sarah you know started the company i was like that's that's so important to me is to make sure that not only do they know how to do a great service but they also can market it very easily and so that's why we give you guys the pre-made wording you know, the pre-made post, the the graphics, the videos and all that. And then, of course, you can make your own videos like you did with TikTok. And so um, that's pretty cool to have a mixture of both. Um, it's It's funny that you mentioned you saw us on YouTube. Did you ever think like, oh, I'm going to be on YouTube or I'm going to be on his YouTube channel one day?
1: No, definitely not. <laughs>
0: it's funny how that works. So yeah. good to have you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good to be so- here
0: let's talk numbers because everybody loves numbers so you said you started about three months ago and you've made about 34 thousand um is that pretty equal amongst each month or did it kind of ramp up or how's the income been since then
1: um to, to start off with it was um I was doing yeah, sort of three and a half to sort of three thousand eight hundred a week for a few weeks um and now it's sort of like it's evening around sort of two and a half thousand a week. Um, and it, it also depends on if I keep marketing, um, uh, mm. if I decide, okay, um, I want to have a slower week, um, I don't do as much marketing, um, and you, I don't get those bookings coming in. Yep. Um, I ask my, um, people that come in if they want to share on TikTok that they or, or Instagram that they've had the bracelets and they want to tag me, then that's how I I tend to get more followers and then more mm-hmm. bookings. Um, yeah, so I I just yeah I I, I can control how much um, income that I make by how how much I put myself out there.
0: Yeah, and the advice I'm, I would give you, or just I mean, obviously it's your business, do whatever you want. But if I were in your, your shoes. Um, and I would tell anybody that was also in your same situation, because there's a lot of people who like you are probably the, like one of the first people in their area to do this just because it's such a new thing. So if you're in that situation, I highly recommend running ads and getting in front of as many people as possible, getting all the attention and all the connections quickly, because it's a lot easier to get attention for something when it's newer in an area versus something that, you know, multiple people are already doing it. Um, so anyone in her shoes right now, I would highly recommend running ads and really promoting this as much as you can to really, uh, it's kind of like the California gold rush or, you know, just people are going to rush to do this right now. And and I think that whoever gets in early is going to be, you know, making a lot of money.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure.
0: With that being said, have you been running ads or, you know, relying on word of mouth? What's your marketing strategy?
1: Um, I have been, uh, I've, I've run one ad, um, a Facebook ad, and that was to drive traffic to my website because I created a new website and I called it PermanentJewelry.co.nz. just through, um, actually it was my husband's idea because he had been searching permanent jewellery and um, thinking that I was gonna pop up and I wasn't popping up on my um, Lash business site. I, I created a page, but um, it just wasn't being seen. So I um, got a new domain name and um, called it permanentjewelry.co.nz. Um So I did a Facebook ad um, directing people to that to get some traffic there mm-hmm. to try and um, increase my um, SEO. Um, and yeah, that, that, that worked. Um, I've, I've, I don't remember the actual numbers, but I had quite a few hits, um, with people going to actually the website.
0: Nice. And so, um, if you have a lot of search traffic, which I'm sure you do, it sounds like, um, I would also consider Google ads because Google ads means that when somebody searches you on Google, your website's going to pop up at the top.
1: Okay. That's, that's a good idea. Thank you.
0: The other thing I would, you know, the other advice I would give you and anybody watching or listening to this is like when you do create your website, make sure you have a Facebook pixel on there because that Facebook pixel is going to track those website visitors and then whether you do it now or later, you're going to have that data where you can retarget website visitors. So like, let's say somebody, you know, Googles you and they go to your website. Well, now you can hit them with an Instagram ad or hit them with the Facebook post. And so um, Facebook pixels are very important for that.
1: Okay. Oh, great. Thank you. I'll look into that.
0: Awesome. Well, that was that was a couple of marketing tips we've never shared on the podcast before. And so I'm glad I could help people out with that. I bet everybody's like taking notes real quick. Um, <laughs> cool. So um, anything that you would want you know, let's say somebody's watching and they're like, you know, I- I'm scared to do permanent jewelry. I don't know if I'll make any money. Like, what advice would you give to them?
1: Just do it. Um, I thought about it for probably a month, weighing the the pros and the cons. Um, my biggest holdback in that month was the affordability, how how I was gonna afford it. Uh I was originally looking at the Orion machine and just thinking, oh, that was just too much money to invest in something that I didn't know um, how popular it was going to be, how it was going to work. Um, I could see in America it was really taking off and I, mm. I wanted to bring it here. Um, so I decided to go with the um, the other machine and um, I took the money out of my tax account um, and thought I've got to just gamble it. I've just got to try it. Um, I, Gave myself two months to pay that money back into my tax account before my tax was due. And I managed to pay it back in two weeks. So, um, yeah, if you're thinking about doing permanent jewelry, just do it. Yeah, you won't regret it at all.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, you have the deluxe machine. That's the one that's a little bit more affordable. Yes. You know the Orion which is made by Sunstone is a great machine. Um, I'm actually good friends with their CEO and like we have a great relationship with Sunstone, but w- even what I talk to him about and when I tell our students is, you know, if you can't afford the Orion up front or like you said you don't know how successful your business is going to be, it might not be smart to buy the most expensive machine out there. Maybe you need to, you know, based on your budget or your situation, go with the Deluxe machine which is fine. And like you said you've done over 500 bracelets and how many issues have you had with the- deluxe machine
1: i've never had an issue with it i didn't know that you could have issues with it um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah as i I, ha- I can't compare it to the orion like if the orion is easier to use i i don't know i could have done a thousand bracelets <laughs> in that time i don't know but no i've had no issues with it at all um yeah it- the, your your team has been amazing like i did have an issue getting it into the country just that was just new zealand customs but mm-hmm. your team were they just went be above and beyond to help me so yeah no if if you're thinking about training with with anyone linked is the place to go
0: yeah and you were even asking me i think last week you were like you know jake should i upgrade to the orion and i said well, what do you like what do you uh, I said, what is your monthly revenue? And the reason I asked that question is some people feel pressured to upgrade too quickly when they're not making any money. um, and that's usually a pressure driven by Facebook groups or you know people who have a vested interest in just making commissions off certain machines. Um, but that's why I always say, like, you know what is your specific situation? And when you told me you had made thirty thousand dollars the past ten weeks, I was like, yes, go ahead and you're gonna need tax write-offs. It's always good to have a second machine. And, you know, now you can afford to to go with the Orion. So definitely do it. And so that's that's always my thought process when I'm thinking about like, you know, I don't think there's one answer fits all. I just, you know, that's the decision matrix I use with our students. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna ask you a few questions that I'm I'm always getting every day. And so I love to always ask these and, and hear it from each individual. So um, did you have any experience welding before this?
1: None at all. Nothing.
0: (laughs) All righty. Do you use argon? No, I don't. Okay. And then since like uh, uh, some people out there claim that if you don't use argon, all your welds will break. Have you had any welds break?
1: I've had a few. Um, Percentage-wise, I've probably had, I don't 2%, but that's probably more me not welding it properly, not having it meshed together properly and having a proper weld. Um but yeah, that that I I take that on myself. That's my my fault.
0: Yeah, that's still a really good percentage, like two percent. All right. So um, cause you never know when somebody actually just like snags or like they like one time I was going down to do a push up and I almost broke or I did break one of mine. And so um it just you never know what people are doing with them. All right. So what is your most popular uh, metal material? Is it gold, silver, um, gold field? What do you see in the most popular? To
1: be honest, it's 50-50. Um, I did a poll on my Instagram and that came out exactly 50-50. I keep quite a tight inventory of all the chain that I order and sell just so I can replenish the most popular chains. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it is so close. It is 50-50.
0: Between what two things?
1: A gold filled and silver.
0: Okay, so you don't sell much 14 karat gold?
1: No, I don't sell any at all.
0: Okay. That that's actually a common th- and it's weird because when we first started this business I thought more people would want 14 karat gold but it really hasn't been like most people are just like you know sterling silver and gold filled that's the most popular. Why do you think that is?
1: I think it's well, for for my customers it's price point. My target market is the 18 to 28 year old people, oh, girls, males and um they haven't got the um the money to to buy solid gold so gold filled or silver is is more of an affordable option for them and um yeah they they seem to like it
0: awesome um another question i always get is how long did it take you to really pick it up once you had the machine in your hands and you know you were practicing like was it a day a week a month
1: um i practiced for one afternoon I've got a 21-year-old daughter, so I got her into the room and I said, "Right, okay, I'm going to try this." And I welded a bracelet on, and I thought, "Right, I can do this." Um, I think because I I I do lash extensions, that small, intricate, fine work, um, and good eyesight I do have, so I found it I found it fairly easy. Um, What really did annoy me was my daughter put one on me, and she. She zapped it and welded it first go. But you know, after after an afternoon, I was like, right, okay, I'm just gonna jump in and I'm just gonna start taking appointments. Um, I think a lot of it is confidence as well. If you come across being confident and not to the customer, like you 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 know, come across you fake it until you make it. Yeah. That you know what you're doing, and that helps as well. So no, I just did an afternoon of practice.
0: Yeah, I love the I love that you mentioned confidence because that's so true because people can pick up your energy vibes and you know, I was a pilot for 9 years and we always had a funny joke slash it was the truth like no matter what's happening even if your engine is on fire um always sound cool on the radio. Like don't sound like you're panicking and don't sound like you're scared. Like you always got to sound cool on the radio. <laughs> so, um yeah. same thing when you're with a client, you got to sound cool. You got to look cool, you got to be cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I'm so happy for you, you know, 34,000 in three months. That's that's amazing from permanent jewelry. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see you taking the New Zealand market by storm. Um is if there's I guess my last question is, you know, if there's one thing you wish you had known when you started and you could go back and you think that would have helped you at all, you know, what would that be?
1: Um probably to have more chain when I started. Um I relied on what came up in the start startup kit and um, just a little bit more just I think I ordered another 10 feet um, but I ran out of that so quickly so yeah yeah. and and also in the beginning I wasn't keeping track of what what I was selling so I wasn't sure what was my most popular I ran out of I ran out of silver for a couple of weeks which was really frustrating for my Mm -hmm. clients um they were all very cool about it though like i had to keep putting people off um and eventually managed to catch up so yeah just just make sure that you order plenty of chain because um yeah you will get busy and it will it will fly at the door very quickly
0: yep 100 percent. great well thank you for coming on here and sharing your you know experience your advice and sharing those tips with everyone you know if if you're watching or listening to this and you found this helpful please leave a comment below hit the like button and then, uh, if you're on the podcast, please leave me a review. I love to to get some more podcast reviews on here. So, all right, Christine, thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, bye.